Welcome to the Gravitating Toward Your Power podcast, your number one place for fitness, motivation, and inspiration. I'm your host, Austin Gravit from GravFit. What is going on, guys? Today we have my brother, Nick. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, Austin, man? Austin, what's going on? Dude, great to have uh, you on. What's that? Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on, bro. I appreciate it. So thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, no problem, no problem. So, um, you know, I know we've been trying to facilitate this for a bit now. Um, you know, you just had your big show. We'll dive into all that today. But, uh, yeah, man, you just came off competing to get your pro card. A lot of people want to hear your story. Oh, man. I mean, dude, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, I stepped out on stage. I mean, I've been training for about 11 months now. Well, let's say 10 months at, at Gold's Gym in Venice. You know, I moved out to L.A. to kind of pursue uh, my passion for fitness out there and train at the best gym in not only the country, but in the entire world. And, uh, you know, out there, I'm just super uh, – motivated and inspired by all the other uh, athletes and bodybuilders at that gym and you know really takes your training to a whole new level so you know I made a I made a return to my home state Pennsylvania for the North American Championships and uh, you know my goal my goal was to place top two to earn my IFBB pro card and uh, there were 28 uh, athletes in class C class C was my height class and uh yeah man i i stepped out on stage i killed it with my individual routine i got first call outs they they moved me around a few times in the lineup i didn't i didn't get that you know middle center position that i was looking for but uh you know that at the end of the day doesn't always matter you know plenty of circumstances of athletes getting you know one two and three and then getting beat out in the finals by someone else. So, you know, I still had my hopes up, but unfortunately I got sixth place. But hey, top 10 finish in your first national show is pretty good. Yeah, man. And I learned a lot, you know, just stepping out on stage, just about myself, what, you know, what I was doing wrong and how I can improve upon that at the next, at the next uh, contest. And, and uh, you know, I'm looking to compete down in Miami for nationals, the next national show. And I'm 11 weeks out, so I'm ready to, you know, get back to LA, you know, really step it up and start uh, you know, going hard at Gold's Gym Venice. Because, you know, you know, coming out, coming back to Pittsburgh, man, and competing there, you know, whether you guys follow my story or not, but, uh, you know, the month, month and a half prior to my show i was actually in europe for uh a europe trip vacation it's crazy yeah man uh, <laughs> you know and you know i i made it work you know i uh i kind of followed the philosophy if it fits your macros mm -hmm. so i i could eat flexible and still you know work towards uh you know a six percent body fat percentage so, you know, I was just aware of what I was putting into my body. I still got to try some Belgian chocolate, 
still try got to try some Belgian fries. Like I, you know, I enjoyed all the cuisine I could. And, you know, it, it's kind of sad, man. You know, in this industry, you got, uh, especially my first year competing, uh, you, hear, <laughs> you hear like all the bullshit that's out there on the web. Yeah. And people make it so much harder on, on these kids, man. And, and it's ridiculous. So, you know, me, you know, moving forward as not only an athlete and a coach, you know, I, you know, I definitely want to promote that this, this lifestyle can be super fun and enjoyable, stress-free and, you know, stress-free and just, uh, you know, fashion going and compete it's and, a, and get burned out. Yeah, you're good, man. So, like, overall, yeah, you're trying to promote, like, more of it as a lifestyle. Like, competing, in the sense, doesn't have to be, you know, hoard around, Tupperware, like, weighing out every meal, like, the whole, the whole traditional way it, it seemed to be put out. It's like, you can still, you know, if it fits your macros, you're a prime example of it, man. You just went on a freaking Euro trip, you know, with your girlfriend. So, what, you went to Sweden? Where else? So, we went to Sweden. Then we went to Belgium. From Belgium, we went to Netherlands and had a great time in Amsterdam. And then we flew back to Sweden. And then from Sweden, we flew to Poland uh, because I have some family who, who actually live in Poland. And wow. we stayed there. It was a great time. We went to Auschwitz. And, you know, that was a life-changing, you know, uh, a day. And uh, then after that, we flew back to Sweden. We had one more week left. In Sweden, we, you know, got to spend a lot of time with Isabel's family. And uh, then from there, I flew to L.A. for five days, got a couple lifts in at Gold's, and that was sick. That's crazy. Then I flew to Pittsburgh. And now, my well, then my dad, you know, he came out to the show. We drove back to uh, my family's, uh, one of my family's farms in uh, Perry County, shot, shot some guns. You know, that's one of my favorite pastimes. And and then from there we drove you drove back to my hometown of Oxford. Man, so yeah, literally like you. It's it's just crazy because like like we were just talking about, you just experienced all that fun stuff leading up to a show that's at a to be at a pro level, and it's like you know you still placed six in the top twenty eight. Like that's incredible. You know how many people would like won't even ever get in the top ten of their whole entire life. And by doing all those fun things, you still reach, you know, six. I mean, that's pretty crazy, man, to think of it that way. What's that? I said exactly, man, because, like, I, I, my goal was to, uh, you know, compete at the North American. And I wasn't going to let anything, you know, whether that was a vacation, your trip, stand in my way, man. And, yeah, that's what's up. You know, if I was able to overcome those hurdles, you know, it's only going to be easier the next 11 weeks going into the national show in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait. To, I'm going to come out to that one. I'll be there. Even though I could have drove five hours to see this one, I'll, uh, I'll take a flight two hours down. That, that'll be worth it, man. Definitely. Go Dude, you're going to see the best physique I've ever had down in Miami. Promise you that. I'm excited, man. So, so um, what I know we were talking about this a little before that we started everything today is like, what do you think, is I know you're a big flexible dieter, but like, 
you said you learned a lot about like when you were at the show, you got a lot of advice from like other competitors. Like what's three take home things you gained about yourself throughout the show that you could provide to like the audience? Do you think? Okay. Uh, I'd say the first and foremost one is when you're out on stage, basically how, you know, there's a difference between bodybuilding and men's physique and mm -hmm. the posing that goes with it. And uh, I learned more specifically how to hold the poses. And, uh, you know, a problem I've had is being up on stage and I'm shaking too much. Yeah. So, you know, you know what I mean? So I, uh, I will take the advice I've got and, and move forward with that with my posing practice. I'd say the second thing I got kind of relates to flexible dieting. Uh, you know, in the in the industry, for example, when you and me competed back in uh, the Lehigh Valley Championships. Oh, uh, yeah. Three years ago. I need to go inside, plug my phone in. You're good. When we competed there, you know, I, I remember, like, there were, there were days as far as carbohydrates go, I was eating freaking sweet potatoes all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and and I think some days, you know, and they were like, yeah, you know, you, you got to completely cut off the salt. So I'm eating like. Yeah. It's like, you know, plain sweet potatoes, maybe a little cinnamon or whatever. But, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> but I didn't, and this is the stuff that, you know, they're putting granite, you know, a lot of people, you know, get coaches and stuff like that and i highly recommend getting a coach but i mean i've been training for so long i just have always wanted and had had that mindset that i wanted to put in the time to figure out how to make it work because mm -hmm. you know if i'm going to be well you know be me being a coach myself you know i think it's uh so as far as a learning experience goes, you know, I got a lot more out of it rather than hearing what someone else thinks I should do about my body when in reality, I know my body more than anyone else. Okay, but, yeah. But what I picked up from the show was, you know, this time, you know, you know, I'm eating, I'm eating rice, I'm eating potatoes, more specifically, you know, those sweet potatoes, Idaho potatoes. But the one coach was like, yeah, man, like, I actually uh, stay away from sweet potatoes, and uh, I prefer red potatoes. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, man, I was like, you know what? You know, that's a good idea. I mean, back home in L.A., I buy, I buy any, anything, you know, depending on what I want. What, when I say anything, any kind of potato, depending on what the meal is for the night. And uh, I love red potatoes, but I never thought, oh, let me buy some red potatoes to you know throw into uh my my uh my diet so you know moving forward i'm gonna start you know eating eating them and kind of see how my physique looks afterwards you know because you know according to this guy he's saying his body reacts differently so i you know i want to start being more aware after i put certain things into my body and yeah yeah no definitely like that total body awareness, you know, like you're saying it's the slightest things can make all the difference, you know, like some people are more responsive to other carbohydrates and other, and other proteins and other fats. So it's like understanding, like you said, you know, your body 
more than anyone else does. And that's, what's going to get you there. You know, like just testing, you know, trial, trial after trial, like seeing what works. And that's, you know, the master of everything, man, repetition is trying oh, yeah. things over and over again and mastering something. So. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have flipped my camera on. Oh, you're good, man. No worries. It's getting a little dizzy, but it's all now. It's all good. Um, so, okay. So what do you think? So we talked about like, you know, things you learned, but what would you say, you know, is the training style for a men's physique competitor? Like what was your training split? Like, cause I remember I saw one of the photos you sent me and I was like, damn, man, he like really got that. He really got a V taper going since last time we talked. Like, what uh what have you been doing man like what's your training style like you know i know you said like six days a week but yeah man i mean hey there were there were months where i was training every day of the week um that's the thing like i mean you always want to be switching it up uh i i would say over the course of the last six months i kept a pretty consistent training split uh which you know i i do switch up i don't always uh you know follow the same split but uh you know what what i was actually doing in europe i actually because dude there were some days you know we had plans with family you know traveling you know taking taking subways here trains here trolleys here whatever it was and by the end of the day you know all the walking around i was shot mm -hmm. when you're shot you're shot man and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie there were days i miss workouts like can you believe that leading up to a national show days i miss workouts yeah so, so i was like i can't follow a split when i'm in europe and what i did you know one of my favorite bodybuilders his name is kai green yeah and kai green i've heard before i don't know if he still follows it to, to this day but you know some he'll go into the gym start warming up his body and kind of see like, what's feeling good that day you know yeah um, you know so i was like that this is the approach i'm going to use over the next four and a half weeks because it wasn't about it wasn't about a certain certain split for me it was about what muscle today needs it the most mm, i like that that's really uh, good yeah and uh man i mean just after my results it worked you know yeah and, and you know some sometimes uh you know, some, sometimes I think, man, like I should follow a training split like that year round, but it is good to be consistent and have a uh, schedule that you can remain disciplined to because, you know, it's easy to, uh, you know, it is easy to miss muscle groups, That's especially if you, if you aren't experienced. So yeah, it's a good point. I, I definitely recommend following a split, but I also do like that philosophy, you know, going to the gym warm up see what's feeling good and then crush that muscle at, at what point would you say someone could do like the kai green option you followed like how many years in do you think like someone listening i'd say honestly i'd say when your proportions are good it's like four or five you think maybe a little sooner mm, i mean man i've been training for 10 years yeah i know you got a lot of years under your belt <laughs> yeah so it's tough for me to say it's hard to judge it yeah yeah i mean i mean if you make really good progress in your first you know three four years you know actually you know i take that back if you have a, a good a, like a year of the lifting experience under your belt and you want to give it a try for a month mm -hmm. 
give it a try. It's worth it, yeah. Yeah, it's worth it's worth worth uh, experimenting. Yeah, man, I I really like that because that kind of comes back to what you were saying earlier. The whole total body awareness. It's like, you know, going in kind of like it's almost like, and this is gonna sound kind of odd, but if you've ever meditated before, it's like you try to become aware of like what part of your body is, you know, what part feels off, what part feels like right. And it kind of almost sounds like that in a way. It's like you go into the gym and you're becoming aware of like, you know, what area necessarily is needs to be worked on essentially. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think it's good because it really makes you in tune with, you know, your whole self, your whole body from a, you know, from that standpoint. But, um, it does make sense that if you're not experienced, you could obviously miss a day here and there, you know, I haven't done, let's say I did legs and I forgot to do chest that week or something like that. Probably it would be the other way around. Forget to do legs that week, but um, no, but it's like, it totally makes sense, you know? And I think that is definitely a good method if someone has some experience under their belt, because um, I'll be honest with you. I've, done something similar to that like I used to I used to do the whole bro magazine split a while back like where you just do chest one day biceps one day like you know one body part per day and yes that works but and also doing the whole push pull split or like switching it up kind of going how your body feels I've found that that you know your body really doesn't know the difference between what day of the week you know what I mean it, that you're training so Long-term wise. In, in so. reality, what, I mean, yeah, weekends, you know, if you're working a nine to five, 40 hour work week, weekends do play a little bit of factor, but there really is no difference between a, a Monday and, and a Thursday, you know? Yeah. Like your body's going to be like, Oh, it's Monday. I got to do chess today. Like, you know, it comes up here. <laughs> like, and yeah, it, it's, it's all about the mind muscle connection, man. Cause there are countless people I've helped coach who couldn't do a lat spread, I taught them how to do the lat spread. Once they did Good it, point. once they did it once, they got that mind muscle connection and they started doing it over and over again. And then the more they're doing it, the better their lat spread is going to get. And it's just like that with weight training because you walk into the gym, you know, then you have a better, better uh, mind muscle connection with your lats. And you're like, all right, my lats, my lats are feeling great today. It's time to crush them, you know? Yeah. You're doing a little sore. You're doing a few lat spreads or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, they're still kind of sore from, you know, two days ago. Because your muscles take uh, generally 24 to 48 hours to, uh, to you know, Perfect. completely recover. So, mm -hmm. so that being said, that's why, you know, if you're following a split where you're training back and then, and then another day, uh, you're, hit, you're hitting, say, your chest and your tries, and then your next day could be a leg back day or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, well, why hit your back that day if it's still kind of sore and could could have could, – not could have, but could use some additional time to recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Absolutely. Because trust me, there's plenty of times where I'm following a six, seven-day split and I'm walking to the gym training a muscle that may still be a little tired, you know? yeah. So, so and that, I, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and I think again at an advanced level, like hitting stuff twice a week is definitely. I've noticed for myself, like in the past year, I started to implement more of that twice a week stuff, and I've seen a better change over time. I've seen a rapid, you know, increase of like muscle growth and strength. 
Yeah. But like, it's more so I had this conversation with Nick Cheadle. It's like, you know, only hitting it so much that you don't like absolutely annihilate it. You know, in the gym, you just stimulate it. You know what I mean? So it's like you have, you still have time to recover. But so one final thing before, like we, you know, we depart and, you know, ask you about everything, like where we can find you is that what would you say, you know, I know you're still on the road to pro right now and you're going to get it in November, but what would you say is someone starting out from point A and that wants to get to point Z to go pro point A is like never been in the gym point Z is like going pro men's physique and that's like their dream like what would that person what's the first thing they should focus on um the most important thing would you say let's see most important thing or three things if i I think it's hard to really target one but if you can narrow it to one and then two other things i think that would be good i would say you have to be consistent with your workouts Mm -hmm. whether that's get you know whether that's getting in the gym you know, minimum two to three days a week. If it's a really busy week, consistent, you know, because uh, I know, I know lifters who will go and skip a whole week or two, you know, at least get in the gym like twice a week, you know, so consistency. Mm-hmm. The, the second thing I would say, discipline with your diet, uh, you know, yeah, you should, you should eat good most of the time. Yeah. Okay? Most of the time you can, I love pizza. I love donuts. Like I still, you know, I still, you know, I still drink beers when I want, mm-hmm. but it's, it's all about being good most of the time. And, uh, the third thing, uh, I'd say, I'd say, you know, be consistent with your, uh, cardio too at the same time. Yeah. That's a good one. I think too. Yeah. That's the best way in my eyes to keep your body fat percentage down. Yeah. That I, I can't agree with you anymore. Yeah, on the cardio one. That, well, all three of those, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, man, those are those are really solid points, you know, is, you know, get your uh, get your new, or consistency, nutrition most of the time, and then cardio, you're going to get there. Just give it time to follow. And so, if you want to throw a fourth one in there, uh, this brings me back to, all, to probably like the high school football days, but I think perseverance is a big thing. Like everyone, you know, has uh, – you know, you know, bad times in their life, mm-hmm. whether that's with families, girlfriends, uh, you know, even even like a pet dying or something like that. But and that can really affect your life, man. And uh, you know, when those moments come and you're at a you know down point in your life, it's how are you going to pick yourself up mm-hmm. and get back and get back on the right track? Absolutely, so, man. Yeah, not turning that adversity into your advantage. Like, you know, how can you, yeah, pick yourself up off the derailed path and, you know, keep moving forward, dude. Absolutely. Man, this was good. This was good, man. I'm glad we could uh, finally facilitate this, man. I know, you know, you're crazy busy. You're in the transition to getting that pro card. You're doing your own business and everything. And, um, you know, the next thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, where can everyone find you? Like, you know, what's, if they want to reach out to you, you know, work with you, or if they want to even follow you, what's the best things they should check out? Okay. So I'd say three ways to contact me, find me on my main uh, Instagram account at nick.fit with two T's. That's the fit principles. 
frequency, intensity, mm. training, and timing. So we're tight, tight. Excuse me there. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, and uh, then the second thing would be you can contact me at coach.tns. Team Never Stalling, it stands for. So yeah. Dot TNS at gmail.com. Uh, or find me on my website, www.nick.fit. And, uh, you know, right now I have program options for you guys for eight, 12 weeks. But what I'm really excited about that I'm going to be launching today are additional four, eight, and 12 week programs that are more specific to the really, 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 I can't say it enough, uh, individual who, who is super devoted to reaching their goals, who mm -hmm. wants to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you know, on a weekly basis, have cellular, cellular access to me. You know, this can be a person from, you know, any age, male or female, of all fitness levels. You know, I'm here to help you reach the goal. You know, your, your, any goal you want, I'm here for you. And then as well as uh, contest prep athletes, if you're ready to start competing, you know, I'm here for you. I also offer more specifically one-on-one uh, -on -one Skype session for your posing practice. So that's what I have to offer right now. I'm going to drop those today with a little more information and what is all entailed into those programs. So keep an eye out on that on my IG page. That's a one badass offer, irresistible offer right there, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, <Let's go>. um, <laughs> no time to stall, people. No, there yeah. we go. No time to stall his quote, just like his last name. But, uh, Nick, you know, um, I want to commend you, man, again, for all your hard work, not just within, like, you know, your fitness business and what you're doing, but, you know, you putting in all this work for the show, trying to get your pro card a lot of people um, aspire to do that, man. For where you are, for where you started to where you are now is, you know, takes a lot. So, um, you know, I want to commend you for that. And also, you know, what you've done with your, with your following on Instagram and, you know, your other social media accounts, they're just blowing up now, man. So um, I'll link them up in the, yeah, I'll link them up in the show notes. So everyone can, you know, subscribe you, follow you, you know, work with you. And um, dude, you know, that, that's everything, man. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank hey, you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And, and what's that? This was a great call. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And one, um, one final thought or one final thing is, you know, what is your, we're going to we actually start this off usually with this, but we're going to end it with this. What is your mantra? Like what fires you up? What fires me up? I'd say, what really fires me up is, uh, you know, I'd say, I'd say inspiring, inspiring the youth, college age kids, and, you know, and, you know, a person at any age group to literally not give a fuck about what anybody thinks, man. Uh, you know, there were, you know, times in my past, you know, probably wasn't until I was like 20 years old where, you know, I was like battling like insecurities, whatever that was. And I had these, you know, people in the fitness industry, you know, lying, lying about, uh, you know, what they're doing. And, 
that, you know, as a lifter, as a bodybuilder, it's like, man, like, oh, why can't I put on muscle like they are? Why am I not as big as they are? And it's like, honestly, they're just, they're just shitheads in the industry. <laughs> what fires me up is to motivate the, you know, the kids, the youth, the college age kids who, who, you know, are battling the same insecurities that I once was and mm -hmm. to, to motivate them to literally not give a fuck and follow their passions, follow their dreams and just get after it, man. Because if I, if I could, if I could do what I'm doing now, so can you. I love it, man. Man, that is, that is, that is true, man. It all starts from youth, you know, and there is no limitation to what you can achieve within your life. So, man, I want to thank you again. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. Yeah, man, no problem. And we will talk soon. Thank you. Most definitely, bro. Take care.